Excuse me, kids. Uh, pardon me. Just got to get through to the sanctuary. Oops. Uh, sorry about that. Mr. Jacobs? Yes? Oh, it's you, Ivy. Would you mind holding this door for me? Sure. What are you doing here at church? I'm lending some of my lighting equipment to them for the Christmas pageant. I assume you're here because you've got a part. Yep. I've been practicing at home. This is the first time we're meeting up together, though, and it's a lot bigger production than I thought it would be. I'll bet. Well, I'd love to stick around, but I've got to talk with the stage manager. Oh, I brought my little remote radio if you'd like to listen to it while you're waiting for everyone else. That would be awesome. Thanks. Hi, Ivy. I didn't know you were in the Christmas pageant. Hey, Chelsea. Yeah, what part did you get? Uh, I'm the innkeeper. How about you? Shepherd, just like last year. A girl shepherd? Why not? I'm sure girls took care of sheep back then. Maybe. <sighs> hey, guys. Uh, hi. How's it going, Artie? Just waiting for this to be over. Is something wrong? Yeah, did you get in a fight or something? No, I'm just not happy about my part in the play, that's all. You are? Why? I got cast as an angel. What's so bad about that? Oh, right, you're girls. You wouldn't understand. What's that supposed to mean? Sorry, I just meant that out of all the roles in this play, you know, wise men, shepherds, Joseph, somehow I got stuck wearing a white dress with gold garland around the edges. It's not manly. Hmm, that's true. How about listening to Paws and Tales? Is that manly enough for you? Well, it's closer. All right, Hugh, I'll see you tomorrow. Mr. Jacobs, I didn't know you were here. He's helping with the lights. Hey, Artie, you're in the Christmas play too, huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, did you not want to be? He's not happy with the part he wound up with. Really? What's the role? I'm an angel. Oh, not a big speaking part then. That's the thing. Miss Tabitha said that's why I got the part. She said that the angel did a lot of announcing and had lots of conversations with really important characters, so she needed someone who could do it right. Makes sense to me. I'm with you, Chelsea. I'm not seeing much of a problem here. It's the dress. What Ivy said. I don't want to be a glittery, sparkly, wimpy guy with dollar store wings. Why can't I throw on my dad's robe like everyone else and watch sheep or something? At least then I'd get to carry a staff. <laughs> I think I understand now. And maybe that's something we can talk to Miss Tabitha about. But I think it might help you to know that when the Bible talks about angels, they are anything but wimps. In fact, most of the time, the people who saw them would say they were terrifying. Really? I thought angels were nice. Yeah, all the pictures I've seen are pretty girls with big golden wings and halos and stuff. That is the common idea. But I'm afraid the Bible has more um, exotic descriptions than the traditional pictures we might be familiar with. Uh, exotic? It means strange. Okay, so what do they look like? Let me grab a Bible from the sanctuary and look it up. And while you do that, I'm going to listen to the radio. So did you find the verses that talk about angels, Mr. Jacobs? I found a few, Ivy. Anything about halos or dresses? Not quite, Artie. Well, that's good news. What about wings? Let's see what it says. In Daniel 10, starting in verse 5, we read that Daniel saw an angel who looked kind of like a man. Just an ordinary man? Ordinary is probably not the way to describe him, Ivy. 
Daniel goes on to say that his body looked like it was made from a gemstone. His arms and legs looked like brass, and his face was like lightning, and his eyes were like torches. Whoa. And as if that wasn't enough, it says that when he spoke, it sounded like a crowd of people talking. That's so cool. More like scary. I don't know if I'd want to see that. I know what you mean, Chelsea. In fact, Daniel tells us that he was so scared that he fell flat on his face. But the angel told him not to be afraid and to listen to the message God had for him, which is a common theme when angels show up. What do you mean? Oh, just that in all kinds of Bible stories like Joshua 5, Luke 2, and Matthew 28, when angels appear, terror is the typical response. But the strange, human-like creatures aren't the only way angels are described in the Bible. Let's look at the descriptions in Isaiah 6. Here he talks about angels with wings. I knew there had to be wings. In fact, he says here that they had six wings with which they flew and covered themselves, all while shouting out God's praises. Huh, usually they only have two wings in the pictures. I'm getting the feeling that none of the pictures get it quite right. I'd say you're right. There are a couple more heavenly creatures in Ezekiel 1 that are even weirder with multiple faces and covered in eyes, but I think you all get the idea. So why are there pictures of angels that look like girls with halos and wings? If angels looked super crazy, how did people make that mistake? I'm sure it's because of a whole bunch of different reasons, but it all probably boils down to human imagination. Not many people have knowingly seen angels, so it's human nature to try to come up with some sort of idea even if it's a little off biblically. And who knows? Maybe the ones with six wings look like girls in white dresses. You said they were all covered up, right? That's a good point, Ivy. Something tells me we'll learn a lot about angels when we get to heaven and actually see them. I'd say we learned a lot about them today. Yeah, I've got a lot to talk about with Miss Tabitha about maybe changing up my costume. Can I see those verses again? I've got to research this some more. Sure. Well, while you're researching, I'm going to listen to Odyssey. It's our scene. Come on. I'm coming, Ivy. Be right back, Mr. Jacobs. I'll be here. Mr. Jacobs, I have a question about angels. Oh, you mean other than what they look like? Yeah. They are rather mysterious. What's your question, Chelsea? I was just wondering, what are they really? We read about them in the Bible a lot, but I guess I don't know anything about them. Oh, that's a pretty big topic. But I think I can answer without getting too complicated. Good, because today has already been pretty complicated. That's true. Well, first off, they're spiritual beings. Yeah, about not getting complicated. (laughs) It just means, unlike people who have bodies and spirits, angels are all spirit. We usually can't see them unless God wants us to. Okay, so is that it? They're just spirits that hang around? Oh, no. Angels have all sorts of jobs. Some lead the worship of God, others stand guard over nations and cities, and still others deliver God's messages. Like in a Christmas story. Exactly. These are just a few of the things that angels have done for God. And there are many of these stories all throughout the Bible. To sum it all up, angels are God's servants, powerful beings that he has used to help his people as they follow his plan. Do you think I will ever see one? Who knows? The Bible says in Hebrews 13 too, 
that by showing kindness to people that we don't know, we may have actually shown kindness to angels in disguise without realizing it. Cool. What's cool? Oh, just something Mr. Jacobs said about seeing angels. He's seen an angel? Maybe. I've got to get going, kids. Hope your play rehearsal goes well. I'll be sure to come and see the show when you perform. Wait, you forgot your... radio? Seriously, Chelsea, what did he say? Something about Hebrews 13, I think. Hmm, let's see, that's in the New Testament, I think? What about the radio? How are we going to get it back to him? I'll stop by his house on the way home, no problem. Okay, I'm going to turn it off so it doesn't run out of battery. Good idea.